Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. What is up? Welcome to episode 162. Thanks so much for listening. It means so much to me. If I've brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. Let me know what you want to hear more of and please be sure to share the podcast. I'm truly grateful for your support. Thank you. Before we jump into today's episode, I just wanted to highlight my free weekly newsletter. You can actually follow the link in the show notes here, or you can simply visit themotivatedmindpodcast.com to sign up. It's completely free. It's yet another way I'm looking to add more value to each of your lives. For those of you that have signed up, thank you so much. It means the world. Be sure to check it out. Imagine what our life would be like if we had no fear. If we're not careful, the direction of our journey can be dictated by our fears. And these fears cause us to avoid risk of any kind and to reject opportunity when it is presented. These walls paralyze us to take any leaps of faith or forward movement. Fear is the single biggest obstacle that holds people back from fulfilling their potential, and becoming the best version of themselves. Fortunately, all fears are learned. No one is born with fears, which means that fears can therefore be unlearned. So what are some fears that we are taught, and how do we overcome them? Number one, fear of criticism. Anything worth doing attracts admiration and criticism. Here's a a crazy statistic that was discovered by a psychology professor. It takes five positive events to make up for the psychological effect of just one negative event. So what does this mean? It means that the wiring of our computer is already structured in a way that works against us. But that doesn't mean it's impossible to overcome. In fact, there are a few ways to solve this. Realize that criticism comes as a side dish to progress. Reaching our goals means that we will bump and bash into a few objects along the way. No one gets out unscathed. This is one of the prices that we pay when we make a difference. Here's a great quote to keep in mind when navigating life, and it's one by Aristotle. There is only one way to avoid criticism. Do nothing, say nothing, and be nothing. We need to recalibrate the scale in our mind around criticism. Avoiding criticism is what actually makes us weaker, not the actual criticism itself. That avoidance actually means that we are withholding our gift to the world. We need to each make a daily decision. Criticism outweighing our desire for success or success outweighing the dents of criticism. Each piece of criticism that we allow to penetrate our armor means that we are at the mercy of those words. That means that our journey is dictated by the words 
that are thrown at us. That is no way to live. Constantly being bombarded by criticism, but worse, allowing it to pull our steering wheel all over the road. That makes it extremely tricky to navigate towards the things that we want. And here's the key to all of this. Our ability to filter criticism. See, criticism is either intended to help us or hurt us. A lot of it often says more about the other person than it does you. I remember getting stung by a bunch of bees when I was younger. And my grandmother ran and grabbed a piece of raw meat and slapped it right over the stings, trying to keep the swelling down, which actually helped with the pain too as well. So you're probably asking yourself, what the hell do bee stings and raw meat have to do with criticism? How we react immediately to the sting greatly influences how bad the sting is long term. How we react to criticism defines the moment. This goes back to my points around focusing on what we can control. We can't change the words that were spoken, but we can change the meaning we give them. Each one of us has the ability to rise above any words. Number two, fear of risk. For many of us, it's been pounded and embedded in our minds to avoid risk at all costs. If we don't need to take it, stay away from it. Risk involves uncertainty and the possibility of failure and rejection, which for most people that have blood running through their veins will mean it's intimidating and scary. But by avoiding risk, we do ourselves a disfavor. Growth comes from outside of our comfort zone. That means that we need to explore the territory of the unknown. But that's easier said than done. So how can we train ourselves to do that? Well, one, set micro goals, smaller goals that lead to our larger ambitions. The idea is to create these stepping stones. And by navigating towards those smaller stones, laying them down, and stepping forward to the next, we drive a sense of pride and accomplishment. This helps to increase our tolerance level for risk and builds our confidence. Next, listen to your gut. While it's important to weigh the pros and cons, we can sometimes go too deep and overcomplicate shit. This just makes us overwhelmed and normally means we struggle to take action. We are animals at the end of the day. Leaning on our instinct can be some of the best navigation tools we can leverage. And lastly, dissect the fear. It comes from many, many different places and can mean many, many different things. Understanding the root of that fear can be crucial to surpass it. Ask yourself, what am I afraid of? Is it fear of failure? Fear of change? Fear of rejection? Answering these questions can be an eye-opener. In fact, this is why a lot of people limit themselves and at the end, they are not able to achieve what they are truly capable of. Just remember, good days give happiness, bad days give experience. No matter what, we can always experience upside. 
Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. Number three, fear of offending others. Just like I highlighted in my first point, everyone has an opinion. Those opinions do not define right or wrong. Most people that express their opinion on something truly believe whatever it is that they're saying. There are over 7.7 billion people on this planet, and each one of them has their own perspective, opinion, concerns, way of thinking. Trying to keep up with that, or even walking around on eggshells trying to not offend people will have you mentally drained. And here's the kicker. Even if you do walk on eggshells and try your hardest not to offend people, you'll still end up offending people. So if that's the case, don't hold back. Now, I'm certainly not saying go walk through life being an ass. And I'm not saying to not be empathetic. But what I am saying is don't be so quick to try and please the rest of the world if you haven't even spent the time navigating towards your happiness. And that navigation is going to bring you on a journey that not everyone will see or understand, which means that you are going to ruffle some feathers. And being concerned about that will pull you back from your success and happiness. And I don't know about each of you, but that's one hell of a sacrifice and a trade we should not be willing to make. Every day, our focus should be less about what other people think and more about our goals and our happiness. I'll give you a good example. Many times with a business, you need to make decisions that are in the best interest of your customers and employees, considering those are the two pillars of any business. And sometimes in making those decisions, you piss off the general public or a specific group or a person. But the fact is that the business is doing what's in the best interest of its most important parties. This is a great parallel to life. You, you are the enterprise. You are the business. Every day we should strive to make the best decisions for ourselves. And this may seem selfish 
to some people, but here's why it's not. When we sacrifice our happiness in exchange for pleasing and creating the happiness of everyone else, we end up being miserable, which means that we carry ourselves as such. We treat people differently. We drain ourselves of energy. All of those things ironically take us away from being a good person. When we focus on ourselves and do what's in the best interest of us, we create happiness and perpetuity. Just remember, a large impact will bring more hate. The more people we impact, the less people understand our motives. Number four, fear of success. The fear of success involves being afraid of achievements, often to the point that we sabotage ourselves. But let's get a bit more granular. What are some examples of someone sabotaging themselves? A lack of goals is a good one. This ensures that there are low expectations and that progress is never really made due to a lack of headway. Giving up, and I see this one all too often, people derailing their own success by simply quitting. Specifically quitting, though, right before it seems they are about to succeed. Procrastination. Many of us have been guilty of this. Putting things off until the last possible minute, which means that people aren't doing their best work or most thoughtful work which can seriously impair their chances of succeeding. And lastly, self-handicapping. This is when people who fear success place obstacles in their own path, substantially decreasing their chances of doing well. Some of these behaviors can can range from minor acts of self-sabotage to more serious self-destructive behaviors. Now, while in the midst of these actions, it can be really hard to recognize them. Identifying these and avoiding them can allow us to live our life to the fullest. So if you're listening to this and thinking, I think this might be me, let me get more granular on things to look for. Being afraid of what will happen if you are in the spotlight. Worrying about leaving people behind if you move forward because of your achievements and your success. Feeling anxious about new responsibilities because of your success. Being worried that things will just get more complicated than what you can handle. Fearing comments from naysayers or worrying about experiencing other social problems. If you fall into one of these buckets, or a few for that matter, it's crucial that you find the root of it. Because when we understand these these negative thought patterns, we can learn how to develop more positive ways of thinking. And by doing this, we can release the shackles that hold us back from achieving our goals. And number five, fear of old age. This is one that I used to be guilty of, worrying and fearing getting older, specifically around what I needed to accomplish by a certain age, where I should be within my life, my timeline. And here's the realization that I came to a few years back. Age doesn't define you. We also don't need to give into the consistent messaging we hear around age, that we get slower, 
that at a certain age we can't accomplish more or have big ambitions. This is the messaging that we are all too familiar with and surrounded with. I was at a Toastmasters event, it was a few years back, and I bumped into a gentleman that was extremely ripped. I mean, every muscle on his body was well-defined, at least from what I could see. And beyond his physical appearance, his energy was contagious. The way he spoke seemed to infuse the room with just pure energy. So after the event, I walked up to this guy and congratulated him on his speech. And I asked, out of curiosity, what do you do for work? See, I was really curious how he was funneling that energy. I knew whatever it was that he was engaging with on a daily basis had to be a source or at least part of his source for his happiness and his energy. He he looked at me and he smirked as if he knew my intentions and, and my angle. And he said, I teach people that they don't need to age. That statement in itself just got me captivated. I asked, how old are you? 76. I about lost my balance. So how did this guy do it? What did he eat? What what exercises, what routines drove those results? I had to know that formula he was working with. He asked me, you really want to know? I'm licking at this point my chops in anticipation. And he said, I don't think I'm getting old. I tell myself that my age has no bearing on how I look, what I do, or my happiness. And the rest becomes very easy. What we tell ourselves normally is what materializes. Make sure what you feed your mind is the diet of your dreams. So to recap, number one, fear of criticism. Criticism comes as a side dish to progress. Reaching our goals means that we will bump and bash into a few objects along the way. We can't change the words that were spoken, but we can change the meaning that we give them. Each one of us has the ability to rise above any words. Number two, fear of risk. Growth comes from outside of our comfort zone. Set micro goals. Listen to your gut. Dissect the fear. Ask yourself, what am I afraid of? Is it fear of failure? Fear of change? Fear of rejection? Number three, fear of offending others. Opinions do not define right or wrong. When we sacrifice our happiness in exchange for pleasing and creating the happiness of everyone else, we end up being miserable. Large impact will bring more hate. The more people we impact, the less people understand our motives. Number four, fear of success. Identify the root of your self-sabotage. When we understand our negative thought patterns, we can learn how to develop more positive ways of thinking. And by doing this, we can release the shackles that hold us back from achieving our goals. And lastly, number five, fear of old age. What we tell ourselves normally is what materializes. Make sure what you feed your mind is the diet of your dreams.
each week I do a shout out of either a review of the podcast, a DM I've received, a, a mention, a question. The purpose in this segment is to show each of you how so many others are going through the same struggles, pushing for the same things, looking for something more out of life. But more importantly, they're doing it. They're striving for more out of life. And this week's shout out is by Chandelay, who wrote a recommendation on my Facebook page. I discovered this podcast a couple years ago, and it was just the push and motivation I needed. Getting a solid understanding of the road to success, the struggles along the way, and how important it is to keep pushing was the information I was lacking that allowed me to make excuses instead of doing the work towards my dreams. I was lazy, confused, and I had no idea how to get started towards living the life I dreamt of. I listened to certain episodes on repeat on my runs before bed when I woke up while making art, and wow, two years later, I'm living my dream. I did the hard work, but Scott provided the information I lacked to get started and stay committed. I quit the job I hated left the city I grew up in, and now I'm working on my artist portfolio, living the city I dreamt about, and I'm only still working towards my goals, but I've gained the confidence I needed to keep on keeping on. If you're looking for some motivation, examples of success, and the road to it, or something to ignite inspiration, this is the podcast for it. Take notes, believe in yourself. If you can dream of it, you can make it happen. Amen to those words. For an opportunity to be next week's shout out, please leave an honest review on the podcast. Send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram. I promise I don't bite. You just might be the next shout out. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into fears you need to overcome. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at the motivated underscore mind and on Facebook at the motivated mind podcast. Don't forget to join me next week for another episode. I love you all and thanks so much for listening. The Motivated Mind is a mindset production.